This is your boy, Dr. Darius Williams. I'm excited that you stopped by to feed your spirits, to refresh your mind. Today, I'm excited that we're going to present a word to you. All you have to do is sit back, relax. If you're on the road, enjoy the ride. If you're at work, keep working. If you are tending to the children, let them play. Put your ear pods in and listen to what God is saying. Enjoy. Sacrifice them to the Lord your God in Gilgal. 
But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Read it again. That's what I'm going to take my thoughts from today. Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much? Does it make him happy that you made a sacrifice? As much. As much as what? Obeying the Lord. Obeying the Lord. To obey is better than sacrifice. And to he is better than what the fat of the rams. Shout obey. Obey. Part three of, of this series that we're on, today's title is going to be Obey His Way. Obey His Way. Obey His Way. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Wake, up. wake up. Now obey me. In this particular text, I'm going to move very quickly. In this particular text, we find a story about a man named Saul who had become king, whom God didn't intend to be king, but because the people wanted him to become king, he gave him what they wanted. Shout, he gave him what they wanted. Sometimes when the Lord gives you what you want, it doesn't always turn out like you thought it would turn out. Shout again, he gave you what I want. There are some things that you want that start off good, but they turn out bad because it was not the God intended thing. It was all right for a little while, but you've been wondering why it didn't turn out all the way right. It was because you wanted it, but God didn't want it. Shout, right. gave me what I want. Right. Here Saul was, the king. He had told Saul, the king, he said, I want you to go down and destroy the Amalekites because when my people were at their weakest, they attacked them. And I told them years ago, because of them attacking my people after they came out of Egypt, he says, I told them that I was going to get them for what they did. Because you cannot attack a child of God when they are in their lowest moment. I can't get no help right now. Hallelujah. So God told Saul, he said, it is time for me to do what I said I was going to do. There was a prophecy made through Moses years and years ago that God, the banner, God, my banner would give them recompense. He would restore them through vengeance because of what they did. Shout, he did it. Yes, God decided that he would destroy a people because they attacked his people. Oh, I got to talk just for a second here because a lot of us feel it necessary to get back at people that got us. But that is not necessary because the Bible says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. God does not like it when the strong takes advantage of the weak, especially when the weak are children of God. My question to God was this, why after all these thousands or hundreds of years did you wait to now to enact your judgment on their sin? And God said it to, like, to be like this. He said, because time does not erase sin before God. All right. Time doesn't erase sin. The only thing 
that erases sin is the blood. Shout the blood. In this particular text, you find out that once Saul goes down and he beats up and totally destroys the Amalekites, he decides that he would save the best for himself. He decided that he would save the best sheep, the best oxen, the best lamb. He saved it as a reward for him winning. But he didn't win because he was so powerful. He won because God had fixed the fight. But not only did he not obey the total instructions of God, but he disobeyed God because he brought something back that God didn't tell him to bring back. See, sometimes when you go to a place that God sends you to to destroy it and you come back with things you're not supposed to come back with, then God, hallelujah, feels some type of way, not about them, but about you. Here it is, Saul says to the prophet, he says to the prophet, he said, but I did do what God told me to do. And, and Samuel said, no, you did. You couldn't have because God told you to completely destroy them. But you bought back a king. Saul then says, he says, but I was planning on sacrificing the lambs. I was going to offer God a sacrifice of the best that they had to offer. He said, I, I don't want the best that they had. I want the best that you had. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could find the church right there. And then Samuel says, does God, watch this, exalt sacrifice above obedience? Is it better to obey than it is to sacrifice? And in this particular text, I come to find out, y'all, that it is easier for us as a human race to bring a bull or a lamb to be burned on an altar to die than it is for you to bring, watch this, high thoughts that exalt themselves in your mind into your own obedience. Yes. Or I can say that in a different way. It is easier for you to kill something else or somebody else than for you to die yourself. Obedience to the way was. 
in Christ. So he says, nevertheless, let this cup pass from me. And then he realized it wasn't going nowhere. So he says, not mine will, but what? Mine will. When he made this statement, he was wrestling with the way, the process of obedience. This is why Jesus said to the disciples, if anyone desires to be a disciple, you must deny yourself and do what? Take up your cross and follow me. The way to obedience is you obey the way I tell you. You must be willing not just to obey him, but you must obey the way. Shout out to obey the way. This tells me that it is not my job to make you obey. I can't preach and make you obey. It's not my job to convince you to obey. It is, it is your job to make yourself obey. Oh, y'all might as well say amen here. It is my job to teach you what obedience looks like. So when you are pretending to obey, you can't use your ignorance as an excuse to stay in your own way. Because he shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. He has anointed me to preach and teach you the way, but I can't make you obey the way. You got to choose you this day whom he shall serve. You got to obey the way. You got to, you got to obey the way. Hebrews 13 and 17. I'm going to go somewhere. It's going to get bad. Right on through here, but then we're going we gonna to lift you up. Hebrews 13 and 7. Read it. Obey your spiritual leaders. Who? Obey your spiritual leaders and what they do? what they say. I didn't write it in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the B I B L E. Yeah, that's the book to me. It's standing work. He said, Obey your spiritual leader. Do what they say. What is it, Rick? What's the rest of it? Their work is to watch over your souls. And they are accountable to God. He said, I gave them a duty to look over your soul and they are accountable to me. Give them what, Bridget? Reason to do this with joy and not Don't make it hard for them to want to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because if you make it hard for them to want to do it, then you're not going to benefit well. But if you make it easy for them to do it, then you will benefit from it. Oh my God. What is he saying here? You shouldn't follow a leader you are unwilling to submit to. I'm no, I know, I know, I know, I know. They ain't gonna preach this at your cousin church. But you should come to a church, to a place where you're unwilling to submit. You might as well stay at home. I can get no help in here. Because if you are not submitted, you don't belong. And when you are unsubmitted, you won't obey. Y'all didn't talk to me this morning. He didn't make washing. He only announces or promotes one overseer. Overseer. What is an overseer? An overseer is a person that sees over. Watch this, y'all. You can never see what I see in people in here because you are not assigned to be their overseer. Y'all right. might as well say amen. Overseers are given elevated sight to see what you can't see. Right. If God had given you this ability, then you would be an overseer yourself. This is why you can't judge who I and if you criticize or so seeds of discourse about them, then you are not submitted and you are not in obedience and you can't lead 
right, all right. But then you will only obey when it's convenient. Mm -hmm. Right, all right. They say stand, you stand when you feel like it. All right. They say pray, you pray when you feel like it. They say pray, you pray when you feel like it. If you want to feel it, why you go? All right. <laughs> Obedience, write this down. Obedience defines the level of relationship that you have. Obedience defines the level of relationship. Because when a relationship lacks submission, then that relationship don't have covenant. I'm talking real strong. Obedience defines the level of relationship. When relationship lacks submission, then that relationship don't have a covenant. I'm going to prove it to you. Can I prove it? You might as well just walk away. You, 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 you might as well just walk away, even if you don't like it. Ephesians 5 and 22. Read it, read it. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Who husband? Your, your own. Your own husband. Uh huh. Your own, your own husband. Submit to your own, not another one. I know you want him, but you can't have him. And you only want him because you're too lazy to make your own. <laughs> the only reason why folks go after married folk is because they don't want to help a person become who they need to become. So they don't go after somebody else that somebody else has already helped them become. And so because they already made, they'll come after me and come after you because you already made. They don't want to get it there. So they want to skip the process. They want to skip the process. They want to skip the way. So they'll come after one that's already made the way and then try to take the way you made. Submit to another man at work. And you ain't submitted to the man in the house. I'm just saying. Honey, you can't say that you submitted to God and you're not submitted to your husband. Talk to me. He said, submit yourself to your own husband as you do the Lord. Then he told the husband, this is what you're supposed to do. For the husband is the what? Head of the wife. As Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also Submission defines relationship and it identifies covenant. Covenant. 
covenant by definition is agreement, which tells me that if we don't have covenant, we are not in agreement. Then Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together? Except they be what? Agreed. I'm sorry to inform you that it is it will be hard for you to benefit from my preaching. <laughs> it will be hard for you to benefit from my prayer and my worship life if you are lacking in obedience to what I have asked you to do. Alright. Romans 6 and 16. Look at this. Watch this. <laughs> do you not know? That to whom you yield yourselves, bond servants to obedience, his bond servants, you are to whom you obey. Mm -hmm. You are to what? Whom you, you belong to the one that you obey. So if you ain't obeying God, you obeying somebody. And you are a slave to the one you obey. Whether it be sin to death or obedience to Okay. 
going to be so ritualistic and so traditional that he said the only way to remove the excuse of ritualistic uh, traditions in churches, he said, I got to get rid of this sacrifice. Oh I'm about to go deep right here, y'all got to catch me. I need you to come up. So he said, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to send my son because I, not, I know that he will obey not just me, but he will obey in my way. And I'm going to send him as the sacrifice so you can think that you got to make a sacrifice. So I'm going to remove the in-between thing. And so you can say, well, I repented, or well, I asked for forgiveness, or well, Oh, well, I can't preach because I'm still doing what I want to do. Well, I can't prophesy because I ain't got that yet. Oh, well, Lord, I don't come to church because I went to the club on Saturday. Well, I drunk on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I got high. So I can't come to church when I come next. You can't use that in the streets because Christ died and he made him the sacrifice. And now your only job is to obey. Y'all don't talk to me. Obedience is above sacrifice. He said, so I send Christ as the living sacrifice. Y'all, I'm not the shot. I sent him as the living sacrifice, which means this. You ain't got to worry about getting yourself together before you obey. She didn't feel like it, but she 
why David said like this. He said, I'll bless the Lord at all times. And his praise, I'm about to get happy, shall continually be in my mind. What does that mean?
on so that they know you're about to change lanes so they can make an adjustment. There are a lot of people adjusting in the body of Christ. They ain't warn nobody. And that's causing a lot of misunderstanding. So I cut my signal off. Watch this, y'all. Cut that signal off, and I was getting back over in the slow lane. And when I began, I had looked, y'all. You know, she teaches, look out your mirror. Look out your mirror. Make sure ain't nothing coming. Put my signal on, and I went to get over, and my car started beeping. And the light on my mirror started flashing. It was letting me know that it was somebody in my blind spot. I didn't see them. But my internal detection system picked them up for me. So the internal detection system picked up what I couldn't see. So that I wouldn't place myself in danger or place them in danger by moving too quickly. So they said, beep, beep, beep. So I got the phone. I said, you know how you do. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like they saw you. I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to, so I waited and said, went on by. Imagine my internal detection system, I'm making reference to my Holy Ghost because you got to obey it. But you, some of y'all need an upgrade. Because you can't cut your blinkers off on and see by notification of your car that is coming. So you got to work a little bit harder because your Holy Ghost ain't upgraded. I don't talk to you. So watch this bridge. So I decided I was going to get over again, but I wasn't going to use my sink. I was just going to get over there. Come on. So I got over, and I, 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 I started hearing horns. <laughs> bum, 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 like, wait a minute. So I jerked my car back over my lane, and the Holy Ghost quickly said, he said, I built something in your car to protect you. But if you don't use it, it can't help you. Somebody listen. Some, somebody listen. Somebody got to say it He said, I put something on the inside for you. But if, it, if, you, don't, if you choose not to use it, if y'all can hear me, it can't help you if you choose not to use it. Hallelujah. But if you choose to use it, it will detect some stuff around you that you will not Still choosing not to obey it. 
But if you don't obey it his way, you're in disobedience. And when you're in disobedience, in 1 Samuel it says, rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft. So when you disobey, you'll practice witch. <laughs> and then we wonder why we got little witches in the house. You ain't gonna talk to me right there. A lot of us want our children to obey us, but we don't obey God. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, but this is right, right? I'm Caleb's parent, but who's my parent? I got my mama, but God is my parent, right? But it also applies to my mama, too, so if I obey her, then I can't expect Caleb to obey me. Because I'm living here with her. That's too strong. When I tell Caleb to wash the dishes, she don't wash them. She's going to have to feel She's going to have to feel All of them. Because I have to remind her. Huh? Come on. Because it'll save, the Bible says, power, it'll save her soul from hell. If thou beatest her, she won't die. But I know one thing, she won't go to hell. <laughs> what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying obedience is tied to everything since the beginning. Yes. Why are we in what we're in? Because Adam did not obey. And when Adam did not obey, sin entered the world and the rest of mankind. Yes. Amen. And by one man, sin came. But by Christ Jesus, one man, another man, sin was removed. Yes, amen. So now stop trying to be so ritualistic and traditional and just obey God. Look at your neighbor and say, just obey him. Just obey him. I'm done. Look at your neighbor and say, obey him. Obey. If somebody on your own sitting in disobedience, I need to repent. Amen. Look at him again and say, obey him. Look at them. If they ain't smiling, they can dig it. Look at them again. Look at them. Somebody is pretending. Look at them again. Look at them. Say, obey them. I know you're trying to hide back there on the whole side, but you can't. Obey them. Huh? Obey them. Don't go home and repent tonight. You don't want you to do that. You've been doing that enough. You still ain't obey them. Just obey
is for, he's gonna send people that's gonna need you financially. And he said, the more that you obey him, when they come to you for need, the more he'll release unto you, says the Spirit of the Lord. All right. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you said. We thank you, O oh God, that we're going to obey. We're going to obey you, God. Not just obey you, but we're going to obey it the way you said it. So if you said turn left, we're going to turn left. Hallelujah. We're not going to detour. We're not going to make no pit stops, God. Help us obey your way. Your way, God. Not our own way, God. But your way, Father. So, Father, we thank you today for the level of conviction that's needed to bring us into obedience. Help us to come into perfect alignment with your will, God. Let us not say, not our will, but your will be done and not obey Hallelujah. Let us stop using your word as buffers and proof that we are obeying you, but our actions don't align with it, God. Help us today, oh God, to align our actions in obedience to what you have told us to do. And Father, today, God, we are so grateful for who you are and what you are doing. And God, as we get ready to prepare to leave this place, oh God, we thank you, oh God, that you turn our situations around. You move mountains, oh God. You heal the sick, oh God. You regulated minds, oh God. You, you, you fix some stuff, oh God, in some people's lives, oh God. You allow people to overcome and come through storms, oh God. I declare today, oh God, that people's finances are elevated, oh God. Their, their, their stress levels are gone, oh God. I declare that the worry is lifted, oh God. And they are secure and confident in your ability to do what you do, oh God. And that's to protect us, look after us, oh God. Provide for us, oh God. Heal us, oh God. And do for us, oh God, as you do. And so, Father, today, oh God, as we cast our cares on you, God, because you care for us, oh God, we walk away from this place, oh God. Oh God, where our yoke, oh God, has been removed, oh God, and our burdens have been lifted, oh God, and we go out in total peace and total freedom, oh God, knowing that you are God and you're working it out, you have already worked it out, and it is being worked out, and God, today, oh God, we thank you for working, we thank you for working, we thank you for working for us, even when we didn't obey. But Father, today, help us not to have an excuse like Saul. Help us to obey in the way that you told us to obey. God, we give you glory in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah. 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 We pray that you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the evening. Amen. I am going to Booklas to eat. It's for the car. So if anybody want to join us, that's where we're going. Okay? I'm put it out there. That's why I'm going to eat. I got to give me some fish and some coffee and books. So if you'd like to go with us, we're going down there. Amen. And so we enjoy the fellowship with anybody. We love y'all. Y'all have a great Sunday.